This, 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 this is mythical. Hello, and welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Ellie. I'm Lizzie. And we're back with some more celebrity conspiracies. Um, we got to talk to Rhett and Link about some of our favorites. Uh, Keanu Reeves is immortal, and Lindsay Lohan has a twin who right. was killed by Disney. Of course. But now um, we're back with our even more favorites, and we get to delve into a little bit more detail on these theories today. Before we get into anything, I just want to say to you and also to uh, all the millions of people that I assume are listening. Um, millions. Is that I am not an ex- investigative journalist, and uh, I'm going to get some of this information wrong. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, yeah, but the great thing about conspiracy theories is that most people who dig into these are not <laughs> professionals. Oh um, no! If you can tell by the the quality of most YouTube videos about this subject. Yeah. Um, but we like, and I would also like to say before we start that in the big the the world of conspiracy theories is is large and wide and sometimes troubling. Uh, we like to focus on um, uh, ones that we think are fun and plausible. I don't know that mine is fun. Well, that's it does involve aliens, and aliens are fun. Inherently. Yeah, aliens are yeah. fun. No, I mean, you're right. It's I mean, fun. they're also sad at times, but you yeah, know, for a good reason. Aliens are sad at times. I just feel like sometimes I'll I'll get on a conspiracy theory thread and it'll be like aliens are real and I'm like yes I'm with you and then it's like also uh, the queen of England is a lizard and I'm like yes love yeah, it tell 100%. me more and then it's like all of this one race are bad and I'm like no <laughs> no 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 yeah. so sometimes it gets dicey but uh, we're gonna stay away from that don't worry about that uh, we're not yeah. gonna stay away from lizards or aliens though I think conspiracy theories are all about um, having fun and digging out the truth where it's been hidden Exactly. Under lizards, don't trust them. Don't trust lizards. Don't trust goats. What? I don't... got weird sideways eyes. Okay, we can talk about this later, but I like goats. I don't dislike goats. I'm just saying don't trust them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hear you have I hear you have something to tell me about. Yeah, I'm going to start. Okay. Um, I want to introduce you to Lena Morgana. Ring a bell? Wait, I actually feel like I have heard that name before. Why? Probably because you're a conspiracy theory interest. I am. Uh, I'm a bit of a truther. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not Uh, a truther. Let's not use that phrase. Yeah, that phrase is a a problem. But uh, you do like the truth. I do. Period. Full stop. And uh, Lena Morgana uh, was a young woman from Staten Island um, born to uh, Russian immigrants uh, who got tangled in a web with another young woman named Stephanie Germanata. Okay, I know who that is. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, because that's Lady Gaga. True. Or is Lady Gaga Lena Morgana? What? And is Lena Morgana actually Lady Gaga? That's what we're going to be talking about. Okay. So basically, um, the theory here is that um, Lady Gaga might have brutally murdered a young aspiring pop singer in New York to steal her identity and uh, use that to rocket her to success. Of course. Um, a couple, couple problems in this theory. Um, there are parts of it that I think are actually quite plausible um, because on the road to fame, uh, there's there's a lot of evil things that go down. Right. How else do you make a dress out of meat other than by the person whose identity you have assumed? Yeah, it was not uh, cuts from a local deli. No. <laughs> it was a human woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, 
I do think something some parts are plausible, some aren't. So I'm just going to lay out the the basic timeline of events okay. and then go into where things get a little dicey. Okay. And I don't know any of this yet, so I'm pretty excited. Okay. So um, in 2007, there was this New Jersey producer named Rob Fusari. He's a big player in this conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, he was a producer who'd work with huge acts like Destiny's Child, Will Smith, and Beyonce. Um, he was well known in the community, and he was looking for fresh talent. Um, he, in his own words, he was trying to uh, create a female version of The Strokes. Um, what? Which, and he wound up with Lady Gaga? Well, yeah, so a couple turns have didn't quite hit his mark. <laughs> well, he, w- he was actively looking for talented vocalists and performers. Um, and so f- between 2007 or 2006 and 2008, um, he found, discovered Lena Morgana, and a mutual friend introduced him to Stephanie Germanata. Um, which is what she she wasn't Lady Gaga yet okay. at this time. Right, so. she's at NYU. She's at she's NYU with dark brown hair, playing on her keyboard in like thigh high boots. I've seen the YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, M- many people have. It's it's uh, in the creation of Lady Gaga. Uh, in all of the official accounts, you won't really see Rob Fusari's name. Hmm. Um, and there's a couple reasons for that. Um, but one might be because she murdered this lady. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. So both of these women were independently working with Rob Fusari as talent that he'd found. Um, and and they were basically, they allegedly recorded and wrote together Upwards of 10, 11, 12 songs. Wait, all three of them or independently? All three of them. Oh, So there is a song, and you can look it up and listen to it. I don't think we can legally play it. No. (laughs) But there's a song that got released, the only Lena Morgana official release, um, where she's singing lead, and Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata, is singing backup. Whoa. And it's called Wonderland Mm -hmm. with a U. Where is so the U? Wonderland, Underland, Wonderland, oh. like the underworld, or like the Germans, but like Wunderkind. Yeah. Okay, I don't know any German, but I think that's a word. Yeah. Um. So. So obviously, Lady Gaga has a goal of fame, right? Mm-hmm. So probably singing backup vocals. Didn't love that. While this chick, Lena Morgana, is singing lead and getting the main credit. That didn't sit right. And that came out in 2007. Somewhere between June of 2007 and August of 2008, things shifted and Lady Gaga rose to prominence, got signed by Interscope, and released The Fame in August of 2008. Okay, yes. In October of 2008, Lena Morgana fell off the roof of Staten Island Hotel to her death. Of alleged suicide. Yikes. Wait, so this happens after Lady Gaga has come to prominence and Lady Gaga has released an album? Right afterward. But wouldn't you think they'd, they'd offer before she released the album? Well, I think that is a great point and a huge <laughs> reason why this theory is doesn't super hold up water. Um, I feel like maybe she was sad. <laughs> it's possible. And, and, and the oh, sad no. truth is that the obviously the most likely series of events is that uh, one was one had the stuff and one didn't or one was chosen and one wasn't 
and the the crushing defeat of having a dream and it not working out would result in depression and then suicidal thoughts and then suicidal action but that didn't happen what happened is that lady gaga pushed her off a roof right like boo boo kitty in empire i'm sorry <laughs> if anybody watches empire i don't think anyone does anymore i, I spoiled something. it's really just you <laughs> it's just me and i love it and i will not stop watching empire i will watch it until the day there's it so stops many, airing there's so many good shows lizzie <laughs> no there's only one and it's empire and oh. i refuse to stop watching it okay. even though it has jumped the shark <laughs> oh my in an insane way okay so um so sorry i i'm diverging from the main timeline you'll notice that we will jump around and it will be frustrating but it's all to get used to it get used to it um so so she died um there was no questions about her death being by suicide there were alleged witnesses who saw a woman dancing erratically on the roof before she threw herself off oh um and hit a construction scaffolding on her no that's a bummer it's rough yeah okay um uh, in this time uh, so Lady Gaga releases the fame. She's a new artist. It blows up. Right. And she releases the fame monster almost a year later. Mm-hmm. And this is when Lady Gaga, we all know and love her. And and we're, we're listening to Just Dance um, ad nauseum. Sure. I was in college. I, I remember this. All these things are happening. And um, the official narrative is that Lady Gaga was discovered by Akon and brought into Interscope Records. And when asked about really? her her uh, uh, persona Lady Gaga says that she's always been Lady Gaga but she she only took on the name later and Rob Fusari claims that that he gave her that um, he gave her that name Lady Gaga um, developed the persona with her at the same time that he was working with Lena Morgana and like the club key uh, sorry, the club kids scene at the time was all about wigs and insane outfits right. and stuff like that. And there are actually several artists that claim that she stole their look. Uh, but Lena Morgana's mother comes out um, a year a year after her death, maybe two years, and says that Lady Gaga intentionally stole Lena's look and sound and like image to become famous. And um, this claim was from a grieving mother and she also said that lady gaga stole her soul um, sure as which, one does when you, you when you want to become a fame monster correct yeah and um uh stealing someone's soul is obviously not something that super holds up in court so this didn't really go anywhere but her mother said she didn't want to sue for any money she just wanted lena morgana's music to be released i thought you were gonna say she wanted lena morgana's soul back she wanted that too but she wasn't going to push for it um (laughs) sure she just wanted lena's music to be released well her soul i'm sure was in the music you know yeah well that's that's the point of music obviously um i i'm a little confused though so she the claim is that lady gaga stole this woman's identity basically that's from the mother okay Um, so I'll say that uh, this argument, this par- this prong of the conspiracy theory doesn't really hold water with me personally because, okay, first of all, lots of artists repackage, reuse, right. get inspiration from artists of different generations um, with varying degrees of legality within that. That happens 
all the time. Lena Morgana, from everything that I've seen and looked up and researched, was not doing anything new. Um, There's this pretty funny uh, compilation of pictures of Lena uh, juxtaposed with pictures of Lady Gaga where they like look really similar, but it's like like Lady Gaga like standing like this and Lena Morgana like standing like this. Um, I have my hands on my hips. Um, <laughs> and it's just a very normal pose, but they both have dark hair. Well, yeah, and okay, problem solved. They both yeah, have dark hair. They both have dark hair. She so assumed that's, her identity. No one else forward. can have dark hair. No. Um, yeah, none of those really hold water to me. I think there's a lot of more credibility with certain other artists who claimed um, that she stole their like creative uh, uh, characters to become Lady Gaga, not Lena Morgana. Okay, but so what? Where does the like conspiracy come in? Okay, the conspiracy comes in with Rob Fusari. So they were actually in a relationship. Lady Gaga and Rob. Okay. Yes. So. He met Lena Morgana first when she was really young. Sorry, like, my mouth just like farted, and I think it was audible in the microphone, so I apologize to can anybody. Can we go back and make that louder? That heard that. I'll do it again if I can. Oh no, that was a that was a little poop, but it wasn't what it did before. I don't want to do this Keep to going. people. Did okay. you say the word poop? <laughs> yeah. I hate the word poop. Why? No poot. Oh poot. Not poop. I hate that. I hate it. I hate that you we're doing this right poot? now, and I I put it upon myself. It's fine. All right. Poot. <laughs> It's fine. As in Putin? Yeah. Well, no. Don't. He's definitely listening <laughs> because of my half of this podcast, which we'll get to in a minute. Oof. Okay. Um, so Rob Fusari and Lady Gaga were actually in a relationship that developed sometime between 2007 and 2008 when she met him and they created a company called uh, like Love Child LLC. Um and the theory here is that he was working with both Lady Gaga and Lena Morgana together. He was also in a relationship with Lena Morgana, oh. but she was underage. Ew. Gross. I know. Rob Fusari, not a great guy. Um, and claims of his like creating Lady Gaga. I mean, you'll see this pop up all the time with powerful women that there were like men who were like, I actually did that. Um, yeah. That have very dubious credibility sure um uh so so the theory is that he was also romantically involved with the underage lena morgana lady gaga knew that she might he might be a springboard for her and they were in a romantic relationship lena caught feelings was really jealous she's on tape saying that she would literally do anything to become a famous singer oh no um and so there's no, it's just muddy the year between 2007 and 2008. What happened? Why Lena went from leading, from singing lead to Lady Gaga releasing the fame. Also weird that Lady Gaga seems to have covered up any connection to this guy and this woman, right? Yeah. Like that you're saying it's not, their names aren't really listed all together on a lot of things. Yeah. Well, Rob Fusari technically has a producer credit on the fame. Okay. Um, But like. As for his lawsuit against her, where he claims to have created her and and all these things, that never really went anywhere. Okay. Um, so in that time, something happened where Lena went from, from feature to, you know, on the street, didn't get signed, um, erratically dancing on top of a hotel. Okay. And I think the conspiracy here is just that the entertainment industry is awful. 
and well, hard yeah. and vicious and it can break someone's soul down. But the other um, conspiracy here is that uh, this was all actually a very well constructed um, <laughs> Illuminati sacrifice. <laughs> yes, this is what I wanted to hear about. Yeah, so so I wanted to give them the most normal ones. Uh, I wanted to give the most normal ones sort of their due. Uh, but is an Illuminati sacrifice if you um, if you check out the YouTube page? Um, oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, like Truth Now or whatever. I'm not going to give you the real one because it's it's got a, it spouts out a, a lot of things that I wouldn't agree with. Uh, but but they put it together that Lady Gaga was actually. Um, participating in an Illuminati sacrifice to get her fame. So this is yes. really common in Illuminati theorist this world. This one adds up. Um, Lady Gaga does a ton of the all-seeing eye stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I just covered my mouth. She does this, and she she does a, a ton of the um, the six, uh, the 666 Yeah, also I'd hand. like to point out that her wig that she's wearing in, is it the fame monster where she has the white yeah. that looks like a triangle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we all know the I mean, triangles belong to the Illuminati. So You can see it all over her work. Um, there's a very strong case that she's in the Illuminati. Um, and this was Illuminati sacrifice. Um, most clearly depicted in her music video, uh, for paparazzi, where she's like Ooh. making out with Alexander Skarsgård, who yeah. always plays a convincing bad guy, and yes. he like takes her to the balcony and they're kissing, and then all of a sudden it's, she gets pushed off the balcony and falls, and they and they focus on that, and a big and it's like black and white, and it's like oh the fall, it's this it's the sacrifice thing, and in the Illuminati it's all about secret messaging, and this mm-hmm. is a not so secret message of like look I did this thing. I've sacrificed, make me huge. And she did. Isn't it also, there's there's so many theories that like they make this stuff public and they make it apparent in music videos as kind of like a, like I did this and I'm not even hiding it. And you can, Yeah, you it's know. not like the Illuminati meets at a round table of dim lighting, you know. They, I think they do. I mean, I think some do, but it's a huge network of super powerful people that right. it's like, I think we get a lot of comments of like, do you guys actually believe this? And it's like, no, but also yes. Yeah, like, kind why of. Why wouldn't you believe that this insane world is is garnered? I think yeah. the Illuminati is fun, and I like to believe for the fun of it, and also I definitely believe in it. Um, like go watch the what's the Katy Perry music video, Wide Awake. Yes. A little homework assignment for all of you out there. Go watch oh, yeah. that video and tell me that there's not a ton of Illuminati and really MK good. Ultra uh, mind control. In yeah. That. So because there's not a big enough table to bring in everyone who's ever been inducted to the Illuminati because they killed someone. Right. Uh, you have to create public secret messaging. And then that gets you, that unlocks certain things. It's like Scientology. You just become like a higher Thetan, but in Scientology, no, sorry, in Indeed, uh, you Illuminati. You pay a lot of money to be a higher, right? Yeah, or pay in blood. Right. Yeah. Or just scrub a floor with some toothbrushes for Scientology, right? Isn't that, sorry if anybody's, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize to the Scientology. Scientology is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, did Lady Gaga kill Lena Morgana? Probably not. Uh, did she sacrifice Lena Morgana for the Illuminati gods? Absolutely, yes. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, I'm very excited to tell you about my conspiracy theory, but before we get there, um, a quick word from uh, our lovely bosses, Rhett and Link. This episode of Ear Biscuits is brought to you by Me Undies, the softest underwear you'll ever wear. We're both wearing them right now. That's right, but we're not wearing the same pair. We're each wearing our own pair, and we're each wearing that said pair under clothes. Yeah, that's right. We're not just two men 
together in their underwear. Well, that's not it's not underwear if you're if that's all you're wearing. Then it's just wear. Right. But I'll tell you what it is. It is not only super soft and comfortable, but it's also not boring. I love the different patterns that they've got, and they come out with limited edition ones. Rhett, the new one is from legendary 80s clothing brand Cross Colors with names that live up to the bold design and bright colors, including Increase De Peace, You Dig, and The OG. Oh. I, didn't, I, I didn't sound as cool saying those as yeah. I'm sure they're going to look when I, I'm wearing The OG, because right. well, I'm going to get The OG. You can take some pictures of yourself for your own personal collection. Emphasis on personal. Yes. And collection, because I have a lot of them. Every pair of MeUndies is sustainably sourced and made from micromodal, a fabric that is three times softer than cotton. You gotta see these and wear these for yourself, and right now you can save 20% off your first pair and receive free shipping only at MeUndies.com slash ear. That is MeUndies.com slash ear. Okay, so before we even get into this, um, I just want to say that I am proceeding forward assuming that the CIA is listening to this podcast. Um, wow, huge get. Yeah, great. We're big fans. Um, thank you for coming. Right. Thank you for being here. I assume they're also listening to all of my phone conversations, which I'd like to apologize for. Um, mm-hmm. I'll try to bring you more interesting subject matter in the future. Uh, Lots of deliberating about which restaurant to go to. <laughs> yeah, which restaurant and also like how much I want to pay for my cat's medical bills is like, that's probably 90% of the phone calls. <laughs> and it always ends up with, I guess it'll just be all of it. <laughs> I guess take all my money, it's fine. Um, I would just like to say to those of you in the CIA who are listening that uh, I'd like to ask that you just add the word allegedly to the beginning of every sentence I'm about to say. Um, I feel that legally that should cover me from here on out. Um, I allegedly believe everything I'm about to say, but does that mean that I really do? Allegedly, are we cool now? I think we are. So, You're cool with me. Excellent. I'm not gonna sue you. You. It's not about you. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Why not? And I'm not afraid of the CIA either. You guys seem great. <laughs> um, so, first things first. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, you know, beauty icon, talented actress. You probably Huge heard fan. of her before. Right? Someone in the comments on the Makeup Shreds video with Gabby and Chachi said that I have the face for Marilyn Monroe look. And I was like, wow. no one agrees with you. <laughs> That's not true. You did actually look really good with the Marilyn Monroe makeup. Thank you. You're welcome. And you didn't have to get a lot of plastic surgery to look like that. Thank you. She did have plastic surgery but that's a different discussion nothing wrong with plastic surgery not at all she looks nothing amazing. wrong with your own face so Marilyn uh tragically died at 36 years old in uh, beautiful Brentwood Los Angeles uh the death was ruled a suicide the death was ruled a suicide but as with all celebrity deaths uh there are other theories as to what happened of course of course um you're not a real celebrity if people don't trust your no coroner's results no like elvis didn't die he's an alien jim morrison is partying on a beach somewhere Mm -hmm. and uh well they keanu reeves will never die keanu reeves will never die um the sad part about this is that no part of this theory involves Marilyn still being alive so that was misleading um but here we go now for years there have been conspiracies that she may have been murdered as opposed to having tragically taken her own life but just this year a new conspiracy emerged about why she may have been murdered and that's what i would like to tell you about today okay that's great because i have heard that she might have been murdered right and 
having known no details about it, I've been like, yes, for sure, true. <laughs> right. That will, of course, because I think what is at the base of all these celebrity conspiracy theories, especially with ones that are about like celebrities still being alive or, you know, like something you, you want to believe that something other than the tragic probable yeah. reality is is what happened. Um so I think that's what spurs a lot of these. But uh, as we've said previously, this does involve our friends from space, a.k.a. the aliens. I love them. I love them, too. I feel like they're nice. I feel like if they showed up, I would be that lady in Men in Black who's on the top of the U.S. bank tower being like, <gasps> welcome. Hello. <laughs> uh, she does get blown up. So I hope that that's not what happens. Well, humans have famously depicted aliens as evil throughout time, and that's a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't think they are. I feel like we're the bad ones, and the aliens are showing up and going, oh, no, and just turning (laughs) around and leaving. Yeah, picture Alien Covenant, directed by Ridley Scott, that just came out recently, Um, but then the human beings that are in it are actually the aliens, and the aliens that are like, (laughs) are actually us. Like, that's what we are. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. so that's a whole other podcast that we can get to another time because uh, I have a lot to say on aliens. Yeah, but um, the, the first thing I I want to get out of the way with this is that uh, Marilyn was a hot mess. Um, like that is not debated anywhere. She was a emphasis mess. on a hot. Yeah, very hot, but a total mess. Um, she had a history of drug and alcohol abuse. She was treated really badly by so many of the studios that she worked with. Uh, and what I'm getting at is like, yeah, it, it is highly possible that something very sad and not at all suspicious happened here. But there is some weird stuff that could suggest otherwise. So we're going to go down that rabbit hole right now. Um, Remember the whole like, happy birthday, Mr. President thing? Happy birthday. (laughs) Like really embarrassing. Mr. Lizzie. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So uh, for those of you uh, who don't know what we're talking about, um, Marilyn Monroe performed at a birthday party for John F. Kennedy. Um. And she sang happy birthday to him. And it was very provocative. um, And everybody was really uncomfortable as she was doing it. Yeah. Um, Think about when I just did it just then. (laughs) But like so much slower and worse. And (laughs) just, you know. Somehow worse. Somehow worse. And not really what you want to be watching at the president's uh, birthday party. But whatever. That occurred about three months before Marilyn died. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Very recent to when she died. So. That brings us to the middle of this mess, because what's at the middle of this is the fact that she was absolutely 100 percent definitely having an affair with JFK, which this is not even debated Ooh, at this point. For real? Yeah. No, I mean, I that's, mean I've heard about it, but I didn't know that people were like, yeah, that was definitely. Oh, no. There, there are like pictures of them together. I mean, wow. there's yeah, there, there's no doubt that she was. Um, I spent too much time on the conspiracies of the early aughts and need to get into this. No. Yeah. There's so much to this. Um so the level of the affair is hotly debated because some people say, oh, it was just a couple of encounters. It wasn't like a big deal. Nobody really cared. Other people are like, no, it was very serious. She was very much in love with him. Um, well, he was very hot. I guess. I don't. I always thought Bobby was hotter, but this is not I about mean, which Kennedy is hotter. Um, although, let us know uh, if you think. They're both hot is. and powerful. Right. Um. She herself seemed to think that it was relatively serious because there are friends of hers that have gone on record saying that she wanted to become the first lady. So, like, she had a game plan. Was it a solid game plan? No. This was not something she should have uh, embarked after. She, you're going to love this. She reportedly called the White House, spoke to Jackie O. Whoa. Yeah. 
told her about the affair and admitted <gasps> that she wanted to marry JFK. Oh, and Jackie no. O had the I almost swore. I know, <laughs> Jackie O had the best possible response. Um, this is according to a book that was released relatively recently. She said, oh my God. Uh, I wish I could do Jackie O's accent, but I think I w- uh, you would have to like Just drug me. Just do Natalie Portman. No, it's Jackie so O's. weird. Ja- Natalie Portman. say normal and then we'll try. I'm going to read it normally first. Um, so Jackie O said, that's great. And you'll move into the White House and you'll assume the responsibilities of the First Lady and I'll move out and you'll have all the problems, which is the best response. Wow. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. She was totally like, well deserved, though. Yeah, she was like, "You want this? You have it." <laughs> Good because, luck. Yeah, it's a I've nightmare. I've always known that being a politician's wife was a nightmare. The worst job. Yeah, and also like, You're like, oh, you just get like, you just have to like go to appearances. No, no, it's a total nightmare. You and have to wear cardigans all the time. Right. Yikes. She was also pretty young, very young. I mean, they yeah. they both were. Um, Jackie O. Wow, what a response. She was pretty awesome. So wait, who who says that that conversation happened? That is from a book, um, let me see. That's from a book that was released relatively recently, and that is a friend that said that. A friend of Jackie O's or Marilyn's? Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, we can. Why are you questioning my sources? Because I just love it so much, I want it to be true. Now I don't know where it came from. We'll put a link. Hold on. I just started typing Natalie Portman <laughs> instead of Jackie O. That's the Illuminati in my brain. Uh, the Natalie Portman Illuminati, which is... Well, she's definitely in the Illuminati. Just her, Zach Braff, <laughs> and whoever her like weird director husband is. Okay, here we, here we go. Here we go. Oh, no. Her husband's not a director. He's a ballet dancer. You know that? Wait, I thought Benjamin he directed Lepier. Black Swan. Natalie Portman? No, that's the guy who's dating Jennifer Lawrence now. Oh, really? Yeah. Jacob's shaking his head, yes. Yeah. Heck yeah. I knew that one. Ah, okay. It's it's a book called These Few Precious Days, The Final Year of Jack with Jackie. So it is a book that focuses on Jackie, Jackie and uh, JFK. I have not read it, so I'm not going to say that it's good or that you should read it. It might be garbage. It might be great. Sure. But, um, we have full-time jobs in addition to this. So, right. Yeah, Sometimes I we skim the articles. Don't have time to read full things. Uh, okay. Let me get back to where we were. Here we go. Okay. So, yes. So, Marilyn was not keeping this a secret. Uh, here's where Here's where it gets... A little crazy pants. Uh, Marilyn didn't just have an affair with JFK. She Ooh. was also having an affair with his brother, Bobby Kennedy. Wow. Best of both worlds, baby. Right. Yeah. The timeline is iffy. Not Best sure. of both scary worlds. Yeah. <laughs> not a world you should be dipping your toes into. Um, this The affair is not sure if they were simultaneous or not. The timeline is very iffy. Let's just say it was probably a weird time for everybody. There might have been some awkward family dinners. Um, um they are, though, on record, from what I know of her ugly husbands, <laughs> the the most attractive people that she. I don't was think Joe playing. DiMaggio was ugly. It was just kind of kind of weird looking. Yeah, but weird yeah. looking has never been synonymous with <laughs> hot as heck, like Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yes, I like I understand. Um, now Marilyn had a habit of going out and getting a, a little toasted at parties and talking about JFK. And Bobby, um, which obviously didn't thrill the people who were in charge of national security, the CIA, um, 
So since she was doubling down. We've all seen Scandal. We get it. Yeah. This is basically an episode of Scandal. Uh, Now, since she was she was doubling down on her Kennedy fun times, uh, she became a person (laughs) of interest to the CIA, which brings me to the fact that they were wiretapping her phone conversations. For real? Yes, for real. And this this is like. They were wiretapping her conversations. Um, some people believe she's being monitored as early as 1955, okay. uh, which actually could potentially predate these affairs with okay. the Kennedys, which is interesting. So I don't know if that's the case, but that's one theory. Now, here is where the aliens come in, and I bet you thought we would never get to them. But I, I've are. been waiting for them. Patiently. They've arrived, my friend. Uh, a, a documentary was released this year called Unacknowledged, and it follows Dr. Stephen Greer, who's the founder of the Disclosure Project, in his quest to expose the fact that aliens exist and the government totes knows about it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I did actually watch this whole documentary, and I have to say I don't necessarily recommend that you watch it, it only because the opening credits are a relatively upsetting uh, montage of just every bad thing that's ever happened as oh, far as no. I can tell. Yeah, it's set to like Louis Armstrong singing What a Wonderful World. Oh, that's... It's too much. That's rude. It's too much. <laughs> that's rude and uncalled for. They show the like the guy in front of the tank in Tiananmen Square and then <gasps> and then an alien and you're like, I don't I don't connect the dots here, but I do I like this song. I was just trying to learn about aliens. <laughs> I wasn't trying to like sob into my breakfast. I'd like to point out that they don't totally connect the dots of that montage either. Um, mm, okay. So, in this documentary, Dr. Steven, or Steve as I'm going to call him, my close personal friend, uh, Dr. Steve, alien man, mm-hmm. uh, whips out a CIA memo about a wiretap that concerns Marilyn Monroe. Now, the memo is dated August 3rd, 1962. She died August 5th, 1962. Whoa. Yeah, so this is two days before she died. Now, the memo indicates a record of a wiretapped conversation between Dorothy Kilgarren, who is an investigative reporter who was, among other things, looking into Roswell and Area 51. She sounds cool as heck. She actually is really cool and had a bunch of involvement in the uh, lives of the Kennedys and some other things. Uh, We won't get too much into her, but I will say that she also died very mysteriously. (gasps) That was going to be my question. Yes, she died very mysteriously shortly after... Dottie, my girl. After JFK was killed, I believe she was found dead because she'd been looking heavily into his assassination. So she's interesting. Uh, Look her up. Anyway, this is a uh, a record of a wiretapped conversation between her and her friend Howard Rothberg, in which they are discussing a conversation between Marilyn Monroe and Bobby Kennedy. Uh, as far as I can tell, this is uh, this is a the memo concerns both wiretaps of Monroe and Kennedy and Kilgarren and Rothberg. But I am not a wiretap scientist, and honestly, it was very confusing. So I just like to drop an inception boom here and say that it was a wiretap inception. Because I don't totally understand. I, you know what? You know, from what I've heard from you just now, I'm going to accept that. <laughs> great, that's great. As long as you're okay with the with that, there's several wiretaps involved in this memo. I'll leave it there. Now, the memo states that Monroe had been repeatedly calling the Kennedys, specifically Bobby Kennedy, and complaining that Bobby and Jack had both been ignoring her and she was getting angry. Hey, sounds like me after any breakup. Exactly. <laughs> She's mad. They aren't returning her calls. They are ghosting her. Uh, <laughs> she was threatening to hold a press conference if Soon, they... literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yikes. Uh, she starts threatening to hold a press conference if they don't return her calls. And this is where it gets dicey. In this press conference, she intended to divulge several of JFK's secrets, including a secret military base in Cuba and assassination attempts against Castro. Now, those happened. Yeah. Uh, Most importantly, she was going to talk about Kennedy's visit to a, quote, secret air base for the purpose of inspecting things from outer space. Wow. 
Yeah, and that was the big and outer thing. space is not a code word. No, and this is well before moon landing. This is you know 1962, and uh, Dr. Greer, Alien Man, believes this is referring to the remains of the 1947 Roswell crash. Wow. We could do an entire episode about Roswell as well because it is truly fascinating, and there almost certainly was something weird that crashed there. Unclear what it was, but yeah, the greatest celebrity of all is the aliens that we've never seen. I know, mm-hmm. and apparently they were like little, and some of them didn't survive the crash. And no. I, I know, buddies, they didn't make it what? in their interplanetary journey. But uh, it sounds like maybe JFK paid their little bodies a little visit. Um, Do you think a nice one? Yeah, I don't think he was like poking at their bodies, being like, oh. spitting on their little <laughs> tiny no. alien. They didn't do anything bad. All right. So, of course, this would be a huge national security issue if she were to reveal this information, not to mention the fact that it would make Kennedy's uh, let's all go to the moon campaign a little weirder if people are like, wait a minute, you're sending our our people to the moon, but you know about these little little alien men that landed in Roswell. Okay. Right. So. uh, But if they're little, it's like, what's there to be afraid of? That's what I think. They yeah. sound tiny and adorable by all of the accounts. I watched all these accounts of... Uh, but I guess that's what happens right before you get your head eaten off. Is you're like, no, oh, hey, little guy. It's so cute. They're cute. All the people talking about Roswell. I, I watched documentaries of these like burly Air Force men. We don't have time for books, but we will watch documentaries. Anytime, especially <laughs> if it's a YouTube documentary. Um, but they're talking about the little aliens and they're like, I thought it was a human child and then it got close to it. It just had like a big head and its arms were a little too long and oh. was wearing like a little gray suit that kind of looked like skin, but wasn't. And I'm like, yes. like a bonnycon dress, like what Kim Kardashian wears, where it's kind yeah, of like flesh colored. Like Miley Cyrus at the MTV Movie Awards. Exactly. Or Music Awards. So if you need to picture the aliens, picture them wearing what Miley was wearing at the With MTV longer Music arms. And a bigger head. She actually does have a big head and long arms, though, so that might add up. New theory: Miley Cyrus is one of the aliens that crashed at Roswell. I bet Miley Cyrus at some point thought that she was one of the aliens that crashed at Roswell. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Um, Moving on. So one thing about the memo: um, uh, it surfaced in the '90s, and when it did, Dr. Donald R. Burleson, author of "UFOs and the Murder of Marilyn Monroe," oh, a wow. classic, right? Everybody <laughs> right on, knows. Right on the money. Yeah, he didn't pull any punches there. Uh, filed an appeal under the Freedom of Information Act to have the CIA release the wiretaps of Marilyn Monroe's phone. And he based this appeal very heavily on the information in this memo. Now, the CIA could have just said, that's a pile of fake garbage. Uh, We were never wiretapping our phones. That memo's not real. But they didn't do that. They accepted the appeal. (gasps) Yeah. So did the transcripts end up getting released? No. But Mm. the appeal request was accepted initially. So that potentially indicates that this transcript is real. Wow. Uh, One more thing about the memo real quick. On the document, allegedly, according to one very tin hat blog that I found, um, there was some bleed through of ink from another document that had been sitting on top of this document, something that had been filed away with it. The name Brigadier General George Shulgin appears to have bled through in the upper left-hand corner of the document. This is important because George Shulgin was a big-time important Air Force man who had been linked by a ton of theorists to the investigations surrounding the crash at Roswell. So either a secretary was slipping a little brandy in her coffee or they thought that this memo was important enough and connected enough to Roswell that they filed it with something of his, a report of his. What have we learned so far? Just to recap, uh, JFK was a terrible bedtime secret keeper and the Kennedys were the original ghosters. 
right? Yes. Yeah. Don't date them. Uh, and you can't. So, you know. Also, I think if Marilyn had had I, I, access. If time is linear. Right. You're right. It is a flat circle. Um, <laughs> I apologize. I also think that if Marilyn had had access to an iPhone with red receipts, um, this would have gone very differently because yeah. she could have taken screenshots and been like, I know you're looking at my texts and they would have been like, you're right. We are looking at them and we just don't want to be with you. And then she probably would have been like, that stinks, but I'm moving on. I'm a famous actress. I'm very powerful. Right. Yeah. She might have been okay. Um, moral of the story is uh, return people's text messages. Just, yeah. you know, man up and reply. It's no question. And then if aliens come, it's not a matter of national security to keep them hidden. Just let us know. It might be a matter of national security. I don't trust everybody. I trust. I trust me. Let me know. Uh, that's all you have to do. I won't talk about it. Yes, I will. I won't talk about it either. <laughs> Lizzie and I, you can trust both of us. Oh, for sure. We're very quiet about these things. So, uh, okay. Two days after this memo is taken down. We are now at August 5th, 1962, the day that Marilyn is found dead in her Brentwood home at 12305 5th Helena Drive, oh which, goodness. side note, is a very cute house. I looked oh. it up. Yeah, you sent it to me, too. Yeah, it's really cute. You wouldn't tell me anything else. You just sent me a, uh, a link to Marilyn Monroe's house. Because it's, like, so adorable, it's and a it's house. a little hacienda, and it wasn't that big, and it just, that made me sadder than anything else was seeing her house, um, because it's really cute. So the day before, we'll never buy houses in LA. Absolutely okay. not. Uh, that one only costs five million dollars. So if we start saving now, um, let's buy a house together, Lizzie. Um, only if aliens show up and are confirmed. Why do you have to be mean to me? Like I'm not that? being mean. I'm I'm putting. This is an incentive for the CIA to reveal aliens to us. <laughs> I don't think the CIA has any incentive to yes, get us they in a do. house together. They want us to buy a house together, and the only just, way just that me. that'll happen is if they reveal the existence of aliens. It's just me throwing something out there, and you hurting my feelings. <laughs> Wrong. I will I'll buy a house. You can't even theoretically buy a house with me. I can't theoretically involve myself financially with anyone. I'll rent it with you. How's that? I don't okay. know. You can. It's fine. You can visit. I'll buy one maybe sometime. No, I won't. Whatever. Uh, all right. So the day before she died, Marilyn spoke with several friends and spent the day with her therapist, Dr. Greenwood, who, by the way, seems like a big time creep. Oh, no. Yeah, he was weird. And uh, spent the day with her housekeeper as well. So her housekeeper, housekeeper big time creeper, housekeeper is weird. Small and there are, I'm going to say small time creep. And there are some theories that the housekeeper and the therapist were both involved in this because they're the only two that are around when the shiz goes down. Oh, boy. Uh, by the way, I would call Rob Fusari big time creep. Yeah. I would call Lena Morgana's mom small time creep. Ah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm gonna, so, yeah, I'm going to qualify Dr. Greenwood as big time creep and housekeeper as small time creep. Um, the housekeeper ends up spending the night with Marilyn to keep her company. Okay. And is that normal? It is not. Weird. 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 My my spidey senses are tingling. Right. Your conspiracy theory senses are tingling. Mm -hmm. So at around 8.30 p.m., Marilyn goes to bed. And that's the last anyone ever sees Which her. Which is early. It is early. Uh, the housekeeper claims that at 3 a.m. she woke up because she sensed something was wrong. And when she went to check on Marilyn, the door was locked. So Yeah, she, I always wake up in the middle of the right. night and I'm like... Uh, something's wrong. Right. Let me check on my boss. Um, I've, I've woken up in the middle of the night to be like, oh, I just had a weird dream. Oh, I need water. Well, I've never been like, mm, the person in the next room is in trouble. 
I sometimes wake up and I'm like, is someone trying to get in my windows? And yeah, then I'll. You are also exceedingly paranoid. I know. I'll walk the perimeter of my house and check on my windows at four in the morning sometimes. So if you see me walking house around my house, like really safe and <laughs> secure. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't take me very long to do a lap. And By how she means one sure. bedroom apartment. <laughs> hey. It's, you know, I fit Which is a really bed nice in and it. hard to get in Los Angeles. Yeah, so it's an great. accomplishment. I got it real cheap. Um, don't tell my landlord that. They don't know it's cheap. Um, I don't think they're going to look this up. They're definitely not. So, all right. So here's what here's what housekeeper does. She Her spidey senses tingle and she senses something is wrong. Right. She goes to check on Marilyn. The door is locked, but the light is on. Uh-oh. So she thinks that's weird. Does she call the police or a doctor? No. She calls the therapist. Weird. Which to me is weird because, you know, in some argument might be like, well, they were worried about Marilyn's mental health. She was distressed. They call the therapist. It's like, no, if it's 3 a.m. and you're concerned about your friend slash employer's uh, mm-hmm. possible desire to off themselves, you call the police. Yeah. And also I'll say, like, it's okay to be the type of person who, like, like tries a door and it's locked and is like oh maybe they're having private time you know right. whatever but it's not okay to be that type of person and the type of person who wakes up in the middle of the night and is like i think i think something's wrong with my friend right you know? like call the people who can actually do something about this i, I mean i i don't know i Therapist maybe doesn't have an axe to break down the door no and like maybe i understand but yeah i i it's weird and also there are some allegations that he may have been having an affair with her as well so it's strange um Ooh, wait the therapist with the housekeeper no with marilyn oh wow yeah so that that's that's weird and that's not super confirmed but he was he was a creep um so anyway big time creep big time creep Labeled. so she calls the therapist the therapist uh shows up can't get into the room he goes outside breaks a window goes into the room and finds Marilyn deceased. Now, official reports say that she died of ingesting barbiturates and that it was intentional on her part. A couple of weird things about the situation. Number one, which we've already discussed, why do you call the therapist? Number two, uh, she was in a relatively developed state of rigor mortis, which this is gross, everyone, I apologize, but... um, why is it that these details are like my favorite details and they're also the grossest details? Well, because they're interesting. I mean, she, she was... She was in rigor mortis. I just burped. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have really frothy, weird burps. Um, <laughs> frothy. Yeah. There's a, someone once referred to them as Nescafe frothé burps. So. That sounds like an, the way an alien would burp. Yeah. Don't trust me. I'm definitely an alien. Um, Tell me your secrets. <laughs> I wish I knew. I would sell them. So... She's she's in rigor mortis, which means that she had been dead for quite some time. This is at 3 a.m. that they're showing up, which means that she had to have died almost immediately after she went in her room and closed the door at 8.30 p.m. Immediately. Maybe that's why she went to bed so early. She's like, oh, <laughs> I can feel it coming on. You got to go now. Um, I mean, that might be a real thing. Yes, 100% that could be a real thing. But she did also have a phone conversation with uh, her ex-husband, Joe DiMaggio's son, at like 7.30 p.m. before wow. she went to bed and he said everything was fine and did, she didn't seem strange, didn't seem weird, which people say all the time. Um, that's not necessarily an indicator that everything is okay. Uh, but he did say he didn't notice anything. Some other strange things. Which would be, because you would have had to take it right after. Right after. Right after. Like so it's like, immediately right, after. see ya, bye. <laughs> yeah, yes, literally. Let me take down two bottles of this stuff. Yeah. So, um, 
another weird thing. Uh, she had a couple of weird bruises, one on her hip and one on her lower back. These are still unexplained. Um, to be honest, how though, big are the bruises? I think relatively big and noticeable, but like okay. I have huge bruises on me all the time. So if I ever turn up dead, <laughs> it, I'd probably just hit a table. Like Do you ever just like look at your leg and you're like, what happened to me? Yes, I have like what looks like fingerprint <laughs> marks on me, which I can only assume is because I'm being visited by a ghost. But um, it has not disrupted my life thus far, so it's fine. Uh, there also weren't any needle marks reported in the initial autopsy, and it was said that she hadn't in, that she had ingested the pills orally but initially there were no pills reported in her stomach what yes she also didn't okay. have any of the yellow residue that apparently occurs with this kind of pill now the guy who did the autopsy who I'll get to in a minute um, came back later and said you know no no like everyone's misinterpreting this uh, that would actually be very common for a habitual pill user to not have the pills in their stomach it would have been absorbed quickly yada 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 what it's a weird explanation and it's also debated as that if whether or not that's actually real next weird debated thing. by like other medical professionals because i would love to know yeah it's i mean that that is something that conspiracy theorists tend to cling to in this case uh the other thing he only runs a toxicology report on her blood and her liver not her other organs and when they did this two different drugs appeared uh, both of which are well known. They were well above the amount needed to kill someone, like way above. Wow. Um, and the mortician who performed the autopsy, Thomas Noguchi, he's important, felt like he had botched. Your name and your last name now, buddy. Yeah, well, he's, he, uh, you'll see, he's a famous um, mortician. So he felt that he had botched the autopsy by not testing the rest of her organs. Okay. So two weeks later, he went back and asked to run reports on the other organs, and he was informed that it was too late and they had already been disposed of. Another weird thing, uh, normally with a high-profile case like this, the chief medical examiner would have been the one to perform the autopsy. Like, this is the sex symbol of yeah. the 1960s. She's died, and they don't bring the case to the chief medical examiner. They bring it to this lower-level mortician who has not worked that many cases at this point. So That's so weird. Really weird. By the um, way, I, I don't want to... Um break up your energy uh, but I can tell you're in like in in the throes of getting into your point because you keep doing this with your chair I am like I'm, gotten into a rhythm. I'm wiggling around because it's about to get really good <laughs> no, um, no it's, it's it's like um oh I just hit my chin on the mic sorry uh <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's like how I'm when, working uh, myself up it's to, like Muhammad Ali like yeah float like a butterfly sting mm -hmm. like a bee she's yeah. about to sting like a bee folks I am it's my dance because I'm getting to the smoking gun um, so no explanation is ever given for why the autopsy was handed to a lower level mortician with much less experience. Uh, something else I found interesting as I was digging into this guy, he doesn't stay lower level for very long. Mm. Uh, he went on to become the chief medical examiner by the late sixties and he performed. Which is like becoming a famous pop star in like for morticians. World. Yeah, yeah. This is like becoming Lady Gaga if you are a mortician. Yeah. Becoming, and that requires sacrifice, my friend. It does. And becoming the chief medical examiner for the city of Los Angeles too, which, which is like. Famously corrupt. Right. Famously corrupt, but also like the, a lot of murders. So it's a pretty a hard job and it's an important job. Um, and he goes on to become that and he performed autopsies on everyone from the Manson victims to Robert Kennedy himself later on. Um, now, here we have arrived at the part of the story that no one can explain away. Oh, wow. Marilyn famously kept a little red diary. <gasps> and... It was in this diary that she was writing down 
all of this stuff that she was learning from JFK and any little secrets she had, anything about who she had slept with. Uh, this this was quite a book that could have been very damaging Full to a lot of people. Full of secrets about aliens. Uh, so the the coroner's office or the police, uh, I can't remember. I'm I'm like blacking out right now. One of them um, finds this book in her house after she has died. Shortly after she's died, when they're you know going through her house looking for anything suspicious, they find this book. It goes into evidence. Uh, one day after her autopsy is performed, this book goes missing. Oh my goodness! And it has never reappeared. It has never showed up. Uh, it's never all of a sudden been like, oh, we found Marilyn's little diary. It's up for auction. No, this thing is just gone. And the Well, only, that's a problem. It's a problem and it's weird. And the only record of it existing are from her friends being like, yeah, I know about this book. I know she had it. And I know she was writing everything down in it. And it's just gone. Um, so, you know, here we are at the end of this. Who did it? The answer is nobody knows. Um, there are theories that the CIA killed her because they were afraid that she was going to expose the alien information. There are theories that they killed her as a point of pressure on the Kennedys, as in, like, you see what we can do if you cross us, uh, which may not have panned out super well for them later on. Um, again, allegedly CIA. Big fan. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, then this is the one that I actually don't buy, which is a pretty common theory. Uh, this is this theory goes that Bobby Kennedy was the one that killed her um, because okay. he was afraid that she would expose him and his brother and ruin their political careers. Here's why I don't buy this. She was very public about this affair. And so many people knew so many people knew yeah, that and JFK, if anything that makes you look cool no yeah and like it's not and like everybody oh, you had an affair with Marilyn Monroe what a weirdo right it's like, and, and like nice. everybody knew that JFK had a massive womanizing habit like that mm -hmm. was common knowledge so I don't totally buy that they would have been willing to kill somebody for revealing that information um I'm not buying that so the moral of the story here is uh, poor Marilyn like I, I just think she didn't get it I think she didn't understand the level of the information she was dealing with and um, you know also just uh, don't discuss proof of aliens that you've learned uh, in a president's bed in open settings it might seem like the best party gossip but it's not yeah I mean I feel for Marilyn because yeah. I am also bad at keeping secrets me too and this if would someone totally told me, be me <laughs> if someone told me about aliens I would start drinking and uh just start telling my friends about it and be you like you are not gonna believe don't this. tell anyone <laughs> don't tell anyone <laughs> you gotta keep this a secret but there's little green men in roswell i'm sorry they were gray actually i should be factually gray, accurate gray. about that little Happy gray men birthday, little Little gray aliens. Yeah, I like to think that maybe she's parting with the aliens now. Um, oh, oh, the ones who died in the crash. Yeah, mm. they're in Do the you galaxy. Think we go to the same afterlife as aliens. Yes, I think we're up there with David Bowie and the little gray aliens and, and the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs, and that there's uh, we're hanging out on the space base on the dark side of the moon, which is also real. And Lena Morgana is performing for us. Uh, I guess if she has to be there. <laughs> she actually wasn't that great. Um, well, yeah, she didn't become the fame monster, <laughs> which is probably what happened there. Oh, um, I had a whole thing I was going to say about um, 
um, calling everyone her little monsters when she herself is the monster. Oh, um, interesting. It would have been cool in the moment, but missed it. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back again. I, I'll leave you with one last thing, which okay. is that uh, Marilyn's second husband, Joe DiMaggio, who she remained close to even after they divorced, okay. um, does very clearly lay the blame of her death on the Kennedys. Really? Yes. Now, he doesn't Not outrightly... Not just by like... Okay. No, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to answer what you're about to ask. It, not, he doesn't say like they specifically murdered her, but he has always said, I know who is responsible for her death. I feel very strongly about it. He apparently ended his friendship with Frank Sinatra when Frank Sinatra introduced her to the Kennedys. Wow. And he always felt that her becoming involved in that circle um, of people and the the mob ties that were connected there became her downfall, whether or not it was of her own doing um, or someone else's doing. That that's unclear how he feels about that. But he he did, was not their biggest fan. Wow. Yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. Marilyn Monroe knew about aliens and she had a big mouth about aliens. And that was a mistake. And that's what we've learned today. So uh, if you ever learn something about aliens, I guess keep it to yourself. Yeah. Which is a bummer. I don't like to encourage silencing your voice. Yeah. Okay. Tell us. Tell right us. Right to our P.O. box. Yeah, which we don't have. 666 no. Illuminati Avenue. Oh, yeah, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we opened that up. <laughs> Amazing that it was available. <laughs> yeah, you would think that someone else would have grabbed that. Uh-oh. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> She's busy. <laughs> They're busy. They don't need that. Yeah, mm. all of them. Uh-huh. Um, and again, as we've, we said previously in our podcast with Rhett and Link, um, we would happily accept an invite from the Illuminati. Uh, well, it, unless I it requires kill my own mother. No, if but it requires that, a ritual. I mean, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> if it's uh, less less the scary part of Eyes Wide Shut and more the boring part, it's okay. Actually, the whole thing was weird and kind of boring. So, no part of that movie am I on board. I would for. be a part of any part of Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, you know. I don't really remember how it goes. <laughs> I stand by I remember how it goes. <laughs> I remember. It's the most boring sex party ever on film. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about dude, that part. It's a snooze, which is amazing. It's a snooze of an orgy, um, <laughs> which is not how you would think that would go. Yeah. The only so. thing that you don't want someone to say when they're walking <laughs> away from your orgy is, <laughs> it was boring. It was a snooze. <laughs> what? Oh, no. a Except boring? that if I'm being honest, I, I feel like that is, if I were to host an orgy, that would be Exhausting. the comment. <laughs> Everyone would leave feeling <laughs> bored, <laughs> bored and tired. <laughs> there were too many crudités, not enough. In no way satisfied. <laughs> Kissing, not enough kissing. Kissing? Yes, Ellie. There was not enough kissing. I don't want them to cut it out, Lizzie. They won't cut it out. <laughs> when does this it drop, by the way? In. Seven ten. Okay, perfect. Um, so today is July tenth. <laughs> um, well, it's very near. Yeah. I, I want to say that I, I have, I have a very strong theory this is this is just separate and this is relevant okay um that taylor swift will be surprise dropping her new album on july 13th 
2017, so in three days. But just so you know, this is the second time she's predicted this. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time was for June 16th. Uh, June 13th. 20, June 13th, I'm sorry. So I'm expecting okay, okay. you to predict it every month until it happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. But listen, this is what I got wrong was that uh-huh. I thought it was because this is her sixth studio album. 13 is her lucky number. Right. And it would have messed with Katy Perry's first week album sales of her newest album, Witness, which obviously they're in a feud. Um, but... She released an EP called Beautiful Eyes. Mm, and so this, this new album will technically be her seventh release, 713, 17. Doesn't that roll off the tongue better? It does. And yeah. then when it doesn't happen, you will find an eighth <laughs> release that means that it could potentially happen no. in August. <laughs> okay, so regardless of date, I do think she's going to pull a Beyonce or a Frank Ocean and just drop it in the middle of the night with no fanfare. Because I think so too. we don't have the patience with her to... Um, have a full album promo. No. People are, in, in this age of internet, they get annoyed with celebrities too soon. It's it's the way of the past. This is the future. She's just going to want to prove to everyone her biggest strength, which is that she's one of the best songwriters of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also a bad person. So Oh, I fully... No, Taylor's a wonderful person. I love her. I'll support her. Also, to bring this full circle... She's evil and she's amazing. Yeah, she's a nice queen and I love her. All right. Well, I, I think that wraps this up. Um, yeah, big thank you to you, CIA, for listening, um, both here on this podcast and to me while I sleep. Um, Same here. Thank yeah. you. A huge fan. Loyal Again, patriot. Big fans. Um, uh, <laughs> you can find our videos if you want to watch us um, legally on our YouTube channel. Well, everyone's YouTube channel. This is Mythical. We have uh, videos that air every Thursday. So yeah. please tune into those instead of my phone calls. Yeah, we just did one where we uh, put on makeup on a mechanical bowl. Oh, and it was it's a treasure. really hard. And my legs were sore for a full week yeah, afterwards. A long time. <laughs> so make sure you watch that and watch everything else on This Is Mythical because it's like pretty fun and stuff. And it's uh, it's not my phone calls. Again, stop listening to me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anything that you do is fine. Okay, bye. Bye. To hear this Ear Biscuit in its entirety so you don't miss a thing, follow the links in the description to Art19, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. To watch more Ear Biscuits, click the video on the left. To watch more from This Is Mythical, click the video on the right. And don't forget to subscribe by clicking the circular icon. Thanks for being your mythical best.